If you're feeling a little overwhelmed by all of the news in the world right now, there's a reason to not give up hope. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. I'm Jake. And I'm Kathy. This is the Truth Pop podcast where we give you a Catholic take on faith and culture. We're a young married couple helping you to live out your faith in modern day society. So today we want to talk about the solution to all this chaos and who we should turn to for help. I mean, if you're kind of overwhelmed and scared by the news right now, it's just a lot to unpack with this war going on in the Middle East and Israel being attacked by the Hamas terrorists. It's alarming, right? I mean, to think about the place where Jesus lived and Jesus walked, to think that right now it's war-torn land. And you turn on the news right now, and it just seems like, whoa, like this world is really crumbling apart before our eyes. And aside from the war, which that's a lot in and of itself, it's, you know, with Halloween brings on its own set of problems. Maybe you're sort of like sworn off Halloween completely just because of the evil significance that sometimes people get into, you know, with stuff with... um, horoscopes and mediums and turning into a lot of wicked stuff and you hear about a lot of that you see a lot of that this month and it's scary and again you might ask yourself god where are you like have you completely abandoned us and i get if you're asking that question but you know kathy i think one thing that maybe we forget about in this conversation is that jesus has given us someone that loves us so much and wants us to turn to her more than ever in this time. And that's our blessed mother. Yes. John chapter 19 verse 26 says, when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. Right there on the cross, Jesus gave John, his beloved disciple, his mother. And we know that in the Gospel of John, whenever he talks about the beloved disciple, he's talking about you. He's talking about me. He's talking about anyone who is a beloved disciple of Jesus. When Jesus gives his mother to the beloved disciple, he's giving you his very mother. He wants you to turn to his mother because he loves his mother so much and he loves you so much that he wants to share in that love. So he wants you to turn to his mother. You know, non-Catholic Christians sometimes I think might get this idea that, oh, like any attention away from Jesus is a bad thing. But I think the more attention that we give to Mary, the more we learn to love Jesus. Yes, Mary brings us to the foot of the cross. We can't love Mary more than Jesus loved Mary. Mary helps us form us into better disciples to love Jesus better. You know, Mary, perfect without sin, that she was willing to give up her own son on the cross, knowing that it would lead to our salvation. And because of that, she's hoping that she can have this peaceful and loving and intimate relationship with you. And that in the midst of this world crumbling apart before our very eyes, 
you can look up at the foot of the cross and see Mary standing next to you, saying to you that it's going to be okay. And here's why it's going to be okay. Because Mary knows how much Jesus is thirsting for you. Right? So when we come to understand the role that Mary plays in our lives, we actually come to realize how much Jesus is thirsting for our souls and is thirsting for people who don't know him. And Mary understands more than anyone else in the world how much her son suffered on the cross. And when Jesus said, I thirst, what he was saying is that he's desiring to save people's souls. And Mary knows that so intimately and her heart breaks for her son. And she knows how much Jesus wants to have a relationship with you. If you've been away from the faith, Mary can lead you to Jesus's mercy. Mary's the perfect person to introduce you to that intimate relationship with Jesus. So no, any attention to Mary, it's only going to make your relationship with Jesus better. So what does this have to do with everything that's going on in the world right now? Well, I saw this amazing video from Dr. Mark Miravalli. And Dr. Miravalli made some really interesting comments that I I wouldn't have really thought about. But the day that you got news about Israel being attacked, it was actually on the feast of the Most Holy Rosary. Oh, wow. And that I think that was October, October 6th? 7th. October 7th. Yeah, that's because my brother got married. My brother and his wife got married on the feast of the Holy Rosary, I think six years ago. Yeah. And so like such a, such a beautiful day. Right. But so we get this news of Israel being attacked on the feast of the most Holy Rosary. And then about a week later, anniversary of Fatima, October 13th was when the sun dance. That's right. Yeah. And, and I mean the, the Fatima prophecy, we can get into this a little bit more, but that was the day that the, the, the Muslim terrorists announced the global day of jihad where there would be mass bloodshed. And you can't help but wonder, is there more than just a coincidence that all these days are lining up where Mary appeared with the Fatima prophecies appeared to three little children. And what did she say to these three little children? She said, pray the rosary. And I think Mary saying something through this. She said that if, if mankind would not turn back and pray the rosary, that we would see war. And how many of us are actually taking that seriously? And maybe this is that time to consider starting to pray the rosary. To not just shrug it off and say, no, it, it's just it's just a coincidence. It doesn't mean anything. Well, maybe it does. And regardless of whether or not you feel close to Mary right now, you can start that relationship with her by praying the rosary. Maybe start with a decade. And then build up to a full rosary every day. And if you're already doing a full rosary every day, maybe you can add two rosaries. Uh, Kathy, you really like to split up the rosaries sometimes throughout your day. Well, you, you'll just pray a couple decades. and Yeah, I especially like to do it when I'm driving. Whenever I'm driving anywhere, I just automatically start praying the rosary. And so I might not finish it, like if I'm going to the store or if I'm going you know, to church or wherever. But I will eventually complete it you know, throughout my day. And I, I like that idea, babe, because how often do I just turn on the news or I'm just listening to some kind of thing that's just making me feel more depressed about the world? Mm-hmm. But if we substituted that with literally the solution that Jesus has asked us to pray with his mother, praying the rosary invites us in to the answer that is peace. There will not be peace until we pray the rosary. And praying the rosary 
it does really help one encounter personal peace too like it's just it's so rhythmic and you know you have the rosary beads and you're just going from bead to bead with your hand it's almost like like a fidget like type device there was a a priest who mentioned that right yeah that like so many kids now like they have the fidgets right because they're like they're nervous and there's so Mm -hmm. much you know there's so much um pent-up anxiety yeah and i know every time i like whenever i'm upset I'm, i'm angry i just i sit down i kneel and I pray the rosary and I just feel so much better afterwards. It just produces so much peace. But I know that the peace goes beyond just how I feel. Like it has the power to impact the world because Mary asks us to pray that. It's really like you're holding Mary's hand really, mm-hmm. as you're holding the beast. Yeah. That Mary's holding your hand telling you that, you know, you are safe, that you are protected, that yeah. The world does look pretty bleak right now. And there are a lot of people who say they're spiritual, not religious. There are a lot of people who turn to these evil things, calling it spiritual, but they're opening themselves up to demonic things. And if you need a list of examples, I mean, again, like horoscopes, mediums, the list goes on and on, seances, all of these things we think are giving us meaning or giving us some access into the divine supernatural, but... That portal is not, it's, it's something you don't want to mess with. And I think the rosary is a beautiful substitute for all of that, where we're entering into the true divine. We're entering into the true mystery of the church, that Mary is bringing you into a heavenly portal where you're able to experience what Jesus experienced on earth through all of the mysteries of the rosary. And Mary encountered firsthand what Jesus felt And you are experiencing that when you pick up the beads of the rosary. So my challenge to you is start now and start praying for peace because our world needs it. And maybe you need it in your life. And if you've ever considered a consecration to Mary, I know, babe, that was something that really helped you a lot in your faith, consecrating yourself to Mary. Yeah, when we consecrate ourselves to Mary, Mary is able to distribute the graces of our prayers more effectively she can use us to be better instruments in the world of god's love and mary's never outdone in generosity so even though she is distributing graces to people who need it who we may not even know she of course would also flood our loved ones with graces flood the ones that we're praying for with Mm -hmm. graces and she has this ability because she's the mediatrix of grace where she can distribute god's grace to whoever she wants and i think when we receive the eucharist babe um one thing mary wants us to do is to offer up our holy communion for conversion of sinners those in our lives that we know and those that we don't know and when you're consecrated to mary mary has that bird's eye view who can really understand more effectively, who needs that salvation in the very moment that you're receiving communion. So it's it's such a beautiful thing. Being consecrated to Mary, again, just going back to our original point, is only going to lead you to the foot of the cross and lead you to Jesus's arms more intimately than ever before. So babe, how would, you, how would someone go about doing a consecration to Mary then? Well, the way I did it was I used the book 33 Days to Morning Glory written by Father Michael Gately. It's a really easy read. It's 33 days of preparation for the consecration. And then on the last day, 
it's the prayer of consecration. You make the consecration, giving yourself to Mary. And I learned so much through this by doing it. And, you know, it's a little over a month, which is a really good amount of time to prepare yourself to really learn about Mary and her love for you. And then once you are consecrated to Mary, one thing that's awesome to do is just a daily self-gift to Mary, right? Because like you you are consecrated to Mary, but it's nice to renew that every day. And there, I think there are some prayers in that book, 33 Days to Morning Glory, uh, shorter Marian consecration prayers. And I thought that I could share one of them that I like to pray where, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you make your morning consecration for the day, it's nice to include this prayer as well. Um, and I like to say this, Mary, my queen and my mother, I give myself entirely to you today. And to show my devotion to you, I consecrate to you this day, my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my heart, and my whole being without reserve. And you can start small. You can start just by simply praying one Hail Mary a day and ask Mary to guide you and to help you when you fall. And tonight, let's end this episode with a Hail Mary. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. This is Truth Path.